Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo American News Radio, email today Indo American News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello everybody, this is Juhar once again and we are now into the second segment of our show, our Saturday show, Indo-American News and uh, we're going to be talking to people, various and sundry people, two people actually here this time. It's so, so hard to find people on a dead weekend, huh Pramod? Uh, I wouldn't know. Why? <laughs> I haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a challenge, but we were so happy that uh, the three gentlemen came over and oh, yeah. uh, participated in this. That's right. That was fun. Uh, let me tell you what my boss said about Thanksgiving. What's that? What she said was Thanksgiving is the time where you leave your loved ones and visit your family. <laughs> Leave your loved ones Let's and visit, visit the your family. family. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a biological bonding and nothing more. Right. It's, okay. It's like the little red ri riding hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do they try to get love back into the family as a process? or No, in the sense, <laughs> you know, if you have left your home a long time ago yeah, and uh, you, you're not in touch with your siblings or sometimes people are not in touch with their parents. So it's hard to get together and uh, uh, and forget just the interpersonal relationships right. and uh, not even getting into politics and other uh, yeah. divisions. I mean, it's a fascinating concept. See, everything else, when we have a holiday, there's a specific reason. Yeah. An Independence Day, Christmas Day, Diwali. There are events and specific reasons why it is. And when you talk about Thanksgiving, everybody has a different understanding of what thanksgiving is including mm -hmm. the call we got from uh, john mm -hmm. which he thought it was completely different from what the common correct, knowledge we correct. got so it just puzzles me what really thanksgiving can be and means to people but but uh, what i was pointing out to was because it's a long weekend mm -hmm. a, a four-day weekend for a lot of people they're out of town they've moved on it's there are other activities going on their bridal yeah. showers happening the wedding receceptions. Can you believe somebody's actually getting married? And Well, a lot of people do. Uh, we yeah, were at a wedding a, two days ago. Yeah, we were at a wedding last week, and then I have a wedding reception to go to this evening. Uh-huh. There you go. But see, and you, 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 this is the season, I guess, where people do this because they, right. they have the uh, availability of time. But it makes it difficult to get people to come to commit to a radio, radio show. Radio station, yeah. And uh, we do have two good, very good people coming today. We, we have James Parker, who's going to be coming later on. And then we have Abhinav Goswami, who's going to be talking about the Texas Goshala. 
but we'll talk about that later. Did you both have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, very good. So, Pramod, you had family? Yeah, uh, you know, we have about nine, ten uh, families that we have uh, last 40 years we've been together. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with our children, we always get together on Thanksgiving. And sometimes we have turkey, sometimes not, but it's always a gathering of uh, a large number of Nine people. Nine to ten families? Yeah. That's about a uh, good 45, 50 people. Yeah, it certainly is. Wow. So you had a mela. Yeah. Nice. So it's... Mine was, uh, my kids came over from uh -huh. Austin. They, right. they, like I was telling earlier, they cooked good food for us. Uh. We, we, guess what? We watched Home Alone 1, Home Alone okay. 3, and then there's <laughs> another movie last night. That's so we great. watched three movies and we had to attend a wedding reception, uh, wedding uh, Sangeet, okay. and the actual wedding at the temple. So it, it was a busy weekend. Certainly. And to make this, uh, this Thanksgiving weekend a little special, for many, many people in the world and, uh, and in, in the Middle East, we've had 25 hostages who were freed. We've had a lull, we've had a lull in this, uh, this uh, conflict in the Middle East. And uh, so that makes some people very happy. It's special, right? I mean, yeah. the, 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 nobody knows how where this conflict is going towards, and this is That's a, true. a welcome humanitarian effort. Right. Correct. And by the way, on that subject, before we you do the lineup, I want to just point out this lovely story about, makes you feel good, about this caretaker in Hinsdale, North Hampshire. His name is Jeffrey Holt. He was a caretaker of a mobile home park uh, where he lived a simple but curious life. Uh, he died uh, just um, a little while ago, but people would see uh, Holt riding around in his in his very very thin clothes on his lawnmower because he gave up riding a car a long time ago he did odd jobs etc etc and he uh, was a man of very simple means he lived in this town of 44200 people and he uh, he basically died earlier this year with a secret he was a multimillionaire Mm, yes. So he gave away the entire $3.8 million that he had been able to grow through investments and careful scrutiny of financial situations. He gave away $3.8 million to the town of Hinsdale. Mm. Fantastic. And so this is the sort of thing that makes your heart feel good, that there was something th that, you know, I mean, the guy could have spent it all on himself, but he didn't really have very close family and he had other friends, no doubt, but he, he felt so much for his community. Fantastic. I hope the city puts it to good use. Right. Yeah. After the... So the, the New Hampshire... Where Hamp is Hinsdale? Hinsdale is in North Hampshire. New oh. Hampshire. New, New, Hampshire. New Hampshire, I mean. Oh, okay. And the New Hampshire Charitable Foundation uh, was was set up for this. And with with the, the money that they're putting in, to the $3.8 million, they're roughly going to get... $150,000 a year that they can from from the investment investment yeah which they can use for the town which was wonderful that's such a lovely story so go ahead with your lineup all Mr. right Mr. we Fidel. will uh, <laughs> thank you Jawahar yes sir and I'll remember to call out Pramod after I finish okay. it because each time I forget yes <laughs> so anyway uh, the lineup today we have on the 24th 
25th of November, I suppose, today? Yeah, right. 25th of November, 2023. The year is coming to an end. Uh, at 4 to 6 p.m., we have interviews. And the guest lineup for today, November 25th, 2023, on Indo-American News Radio, a production of Indo-American News. We are on 98.7 FM, and you can also listen to us on the Masala Radio app. By Monday, hear the recorded show on podcast, uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 8,100 hits. Support the show to receive Spotify and uh, give us a five-star rating. That will get us higher ad clicks. At 4.20 p.m. in Texas, all the news is focused on the border wall and apprehending migrants, but what happens after they get arrested? For those who have current visas, what is their recourse after they have been detained? What is the deportation process like, and what are the after effects for future attempts to enter the country? We turn to immigration attorney James Parker with the law firm of Willie Nanayakara for answers. At 5 p.m., more Indians are turning their backs on professional life especially after retirement, and moving back to the land and farming, nature reserves, or a combination like in the case of Texas Gaushala, a 20-acre farm sanctuary for cows just north of Highway 290 and Kickapoo Road in Waller County. It thrives on a cow-centered ecosystem and by the simple act of feeding a cow, which can nurture your inner self. We turn to President Abhinav Goswami and volunteer Poonam Taneja, for more information on this unique farm. To be featured on the show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at IndoAmericanNews at yahoo.com. Please pick up the print edition of Indo-American News, which is available all across town at grocery stores. Also visit our website, IndoAmerican-News.com which gets 70,000-plus hits to track all current stories. And remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. Plus, our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available in the Fondren Library at Rice University. That's it for the lineup today, mm -hmm. and over to Pramod. Thank you, Sridhar. For the news. Very good. Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon is the challenging effort to rescue 41 workers trapped in the Silkyatra tunnel in the Uttarkhand state of India. Food and water is being supplied to the workers through one small diameter pipe, and a landline is being set up to establish telephone communications. But the rescue team is having difficulty drilling their way through the debris. An auger to drill a horizontal hole has failed repeatedly. Now the effort has switched to drill a vertical hole. We're now in the second day of a four-day truce in the Gaza Strip. On Friday, Hamas released 13 Israeli hostages in exchange for 39 Palestinian prisoners. Hamas was expected to release more than a dozen additional Israeli hostages earlier today but there was a last-minute disagreement related to the entry of relief trucks into the northern Gaza Strip. Israel has given a deadline of midnight for the release of the hostages. 
In Europe, Russia launched its most intense drone attack on Ukraine since the beginning of the invasion in 2022. The capital city of Kyiv was the main target. Russia used a total of 75 Iranian-made Shahid drones in the attack. Out of 74, Ukraine's air defenses were able to destroy 74, according to the Ukrainian Air Force. In Netherlands, a Dutch Donald Trump could be the next prime minister. Geert Wilders' Freedom Party, which advocates banning the Quran, closing Islamic schools, and entirely halting the acceptance of asylum seekers, has won 37 seats in the 150-seat House of Representatives. Meanwhile, calm has been restored to the streets of Dublin among amid a heavy police presence and the arrest of 34 rioters. The rioting was in response to the de death of three young children. Police blamed far-right agitators for starting the violence after a small group of anti-immigrant protesters arrived at the scene of the stabbing and clashed with the police. State assembly elections ended Saturday in the Indian state of Rajasthan. Thus far, over 70% voter turnout was recorded with stray incidents of violence. Currently, the Congress party rules the state with the support of BSP, MLAs, and independents. The BJP slate is headed by former Chief Minister Vasundhara Raje. Here in the United States, a record number of Indian students are joining U.S. universities. There were 268,923 Indian students in the United States during 2022-2023. That number was 35% higher than the previous year. This represents 25% of all the international students in, in the U.S. In Houston, early voting begins on Monday in the runoff elections and ends on December 5th. The last day of voting will be on December 9. In the mayor's race, Sheila Jackson Lee will face off against John Whitmire. The controller's race will pit Chris Hollins against Orlando Sanchez. In District G, Councilwoman Mary Nan Huffman will try to hold off trial lawyer Tony Busby. In cricket news, Indian fans are disappointed with their team's loss in the World Cup final to Australia, but the Aust Aussies have remained in the country for the T20 series. In the first T20 in Vishakhapatnam, Captain Suryakumar Yadav led India to a win by two wickets with only one ball remaining. The second of the series will take place tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m. our time in Tiruvanthapuram. Sunday's game at noon in the NFL will pit 6-4 Houston Texans against the 7-3 Jacksonville Jaguars, who are leading the AFC South division. In college football, the number seven Texas wrapped up its regular season with a blowout win against Texas Tech. The Longhorns will meet the winner of the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game in the Big 12 championship game next week. Finally this afternoon, Domestic violence is a serious subject anywhere in the world. But there is a lesson for husbands in this shocking incident. 
A 36-year-old man died in Pune after his wife punched him on the nose when he refused to take her to Dubai for her birthday celebration. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. How did she die with a punch? Well, I, I guess it was hard enough. So, just on the nose? Yeah. Wow. He started bleeding and... Uh, I, I suppose he suffered a concussion and so didn't survive. Right, the nasal, the nasal bone must have gone into the skull or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, sad to say it, but I guess that's called a knockout punch. Yeah, it is. Oh my god. Wow, well, my, one strong woman there. Yeah, she yeah. sure was. So you have my to be boy. careful about uh, <laughs> upsetting the cart. <laughs> Taking, yeah. If you promise your wife Going to, to take Dubai. her somewhere, you better take her. You better take her. Uh, <laughs> well, folks, we're almost out of time for the for this little uh, first minute, 20 minutes. We're going to go to a commercial break. We'll be back with our very first guest who's already called in, and uh, we'll have him uh, join us. This is Indo-American News. Don't go away. This is going to last for another two hours. We're going to have fun, <laughs> right? An uh, hour and a half at least. We will. Yeah. Why does it sound like we're not having fun? <laughs> <laughs> I never complained. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's all good. It's, I, I, it's all this uh, Thanksgiving frou-frou. Sh- uh, you know, the nice thing is if people are listening to us, they're probably tired of Black Friday sale. <laughs> <laughs> that's the good side. That's true. Yeah, that's that's true. true. Well, folks, don't go away. We'll be right back. Movie reviews and local community roundup every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, listeners. I'm uh, pleased to introduce James Parker. He's an attorney with the Willie Nanayakara and Associates uh, Law Firm. Uh, James Parker was born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. He started his college at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, and got a Bachelor of Arts in Economics and Computer Studies in 1985. He then went on to the University of Chicago Graduate School of Business to obtain a Master's of Business Administration in 1987. He then graduated from the University of Houston Law Center, receiving a JD uh, cum laude in 2007. Prior to his legal career, James worked in finance for a number of years and served as an officer on a nuclear attack submarine. James has been an attorney since 2007, beginning his law career working with state workers' compensation claims, federal workers' compensation claims, and related litigation. He has been working as an attorney on immigration cases since 2014, 
and joined Vili Nanayakara in 2015. However, his first experiences with immigration were when he obtained a green card for his Brazilian wife. James was admitted to practice law in the state of Texas and the United States District Court, Southern District of Texas. His areas of practice are civil litigation, removal defense, family-based immigration, employment-based immigration, and family law. He has been published in the Houston Law Review. Welcome, James, to Indo-American News Radio. Well, thank you for that very kind introduction. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> well, no, but we, we wanted to make sure that we hadn't missed anything, so did we miss anything? <laughs> <laughs> you have quite an interesting career with three degrees. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's a, I know, it's been a, it's, well, I think the, the good thing about it, and I guess, you know, if if you find that you're not satisfied with what you're doing, you know, it's, uh, it's I guess the lesson is it's never too late to change. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, James, uh, this is Sridhar sitting in for Sanchali, so I'm going to ask you a question that, that's okay. near and dear to my heart because I visited Nashville, Tennessee a few months ago. Oh, really? And, and my Lord, it's so beautiful. It's so really? pretty, so nice. <laughs> now, so, tell me, how did you adjust leaving there and coming here? And well, that, 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 that was a long time ago. He, he grew up in yeah. Nashville. I know, but it, yeah. it's such a beautiful place. Anyway, that that's... It is, it is, a, it is very, it's a very nice place. I had actually been there with, because I originally had gone there because my father was uh, pursuing his PhD at Vanderbilt University. And oh, then okay. he, after he completed his... Uh, his doctorate, he was invited to stay on the faculty there. Uh-huh. And uh, I ended up, uh, you know, the family ended up moving away when uh, he changed careers and uh, left the faculty of Vanderbilt and uh, came here to Texas to work for Schlumberger. Oh, really? So he's quite a career changer like yourself. <laughs> I guess so. Well, now, he, now... Vanderbilt, we, we talk about Vanderbilt, we talk about Nashville, the, the, the music scene there and so on. We talk about the ashram that uh, yeah. uh, 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 Satguru built, Satguru built the outside of Nashville, yeah, which 60 miles. The, the, the pyramid-shaped thingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you get the impression that Nashville is a very progressive, liberal, open-minded town. Is that so? Um, hmm. Well, it's probably a little bit more liberal than the than some other parts of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee as a whole, I think, tends towards, um, you know, tends towards being a little bit conservative, but Nashville's probably a little more liberal. Think of it, uh, it's, it's very similar to, like, uh, Austin is here in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, they both have, uh, they both are state capitals, they both have major universities going on, they both have you know, a, a diverse economic base and a vibrant music scene and things like that. So in a lot of ways, if you were to compare Nashville to a city in Texas, it would probably be Austin. Yes. Yeah, and, be and, and, and I'm Texas proud, so I don't think you have anything close to Houston in Tennessee, do you? Uh, there's nothing as big as Houston in, 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 uh, in Tennessee. Yeah, there's no, nothing close to it. I, I've been to Memphis many, many times. And, uh, I mean, I, Memphis does not does not give me this feeling of wanting to go back there and living there but <laughs> but but Nashville I've heard some really great oh, things Nashville about Nashville is amazing but yeah. now the, uh, moving on from from the city that you grew up in 
Uh, we wanted to talk to you about uh, about a few things about deportations and arresting and so on and so forth. You're an attorney with Willie Nanayakara. George Willie, who usually comes on our show, was not able to make it this Saturday. Remember, I I told you guys that it was very hard to find people this weekend, and so <laughs> James has been on our show once before a couple of years ago, and uh, in this actually a year ago around the same time. <laughs> so, so you're a stand-in for George, but George has uh, he, he's always fielded a lot of questions about visas and so on. But I started thinking about this: what about people who are uh, who have either applied for a visa, or are on a green card, or uh, they're on a tourist visa or whatever? They wanted adjustments and they get arrested. What happens to them? Well. I guess the you know the, there's a couple things to say. First of all, it depends. Uh -huh. You know, it depends on a lot of different things. Well, but um, I think the first thing that somebody that this situation happens to that is not a citizen, they, that they have to realize is that they now have actually two problems. They have a criminal problem and they have an immigration problem. That's right. You know and. And the two are tied into each other, and so it gets you know what what is what is a a um, acceptable criminal outcome uh, in some ways depends upon how that would affect your immigration status. Uh -huh. So I I think the first thing you have to understand when you know the first thing that sort of goes into figuring out what is going to happen to somebody when they get arrested uh, is the first thing that happens is you have to tell what, what is the person's status. Mm -hmm. Does the person have no status? Are they here as a non-immigrant and a B1 or a B2 or an F1? Or are they here as something that's sort of more permanent? Are they here like an H1B or an L1 or an O1? Or are they a permanent resident? Do they have their green card? You know, all of these things are, you know, sort of accord you a different set, set of rights. Well, then let's start from the beginning. What, let's okay. say if you are on a tourist visa and you got arrested okay. for, some, for a misdemeanor versus okay. a felony. Okay. So let's, let's talk about a couple of things. If it's a felony... You know, obviously, a felony is much more serious than a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, which do you want to attack first, the more serious or the less serious? The more serious. I know what the answer okay. is for a misdemeanor. You get slapped on the wrist, you get a fine, you say, "Don't do it again," and you're out of there. <laughs> uh, well, you might sometimes. be deported. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes not. Mm -hmm. um, okay. If it's a felony, then you are. First of all, you're in. Deep kimchi. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, just from a criminal standpoint, and it, you know, and uh, you know, and it depends also on what type of felony it is. If it is a violent felony, that's treated differently. If it's what the immigration calls an aggravated felony, which are the most serious crimes, usually involving uh, either violence or uh, money laundering of more than ten thousand dollars, or 
um, uh, you know, kidnapping, murder, rape, these kinds of things, that's treated differently. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, but generally speaking, if it's a violent crime, you're going to get locked up. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, if it is a violent crime, you are most likely going to get to stay here and enjoy the comforts of a prison here in the United States. <laughs> you don't need a visa no more. You don't need your visa no more. Now, once you get in, if you have what's called an aggravated felony, you may, at some point, they may cut you a deal and say, look, rather than keep you here in the United States and have to house you and feed you and clothe you for the next three, five, seven years, we're going to give you the chance to go back to your home country. Mm Mm-hmm. But you need to understand, you're never coming back here again. Ever. Usually. One-time exit. James, if I and may, go ahead, finish it. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Now, there are, some ways that, there, there are some ways in certain situations where you may be able to get a waiver mm-hmm. and visit on a short-term basis, mm-hmm. but you will not be allowed to immigrate, and you will, and it will be, you know, a short-term basis, and usually there will need to be a long interval uh, at, without having any further criminal cases before you'll be allowed to come back to the United States again. And if you come back, it'll be for a good reason. For example, you need to. there's relatives here for you to visit, like a son or a daughter or something mm-hmm. that's here and in the United States. And or there's family of some sort. In, the, the, in cases like that, they may be granted a, a, a B-1 or a B-2 with a, a waiver. Yeah. But it's certainly not a sure thing if you have a felony conviction. Right. Shridhar, you had a question. Uh, mm-hmm. James, I had a, a slightly different question, if I'm uh, shifting topics a little bit here. Uh, one thing okay. I hear frequently from friends and uh, uh, the uh, folks who come to the United States on, let's say, a, 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 an H-1 visa, right? And uh, they would like to start a business. And many of them are concerned if they start a business with an H-1 and then they don't end up getting a green card, what, are their, uh, what, what, what can they do to salvage their investment and round it up? Is there any special route for that or they're just stuck in it and they have to leave the country and lose their financial investments. Okay. Now, it's tricky because, you know, uh, if you are from India, okay, then the United States doesn't have what we call a treaty investor arrangement with India. We have them with Pakistan. We have them with many other countries. But India, we do not have this arrangement. Mm. Okay? Okay. Um, So if you're going to get a visa based on your investment here in the United States, you have to go through what's called the investor visa, also known as the EB-5, also, which usually I think the minimum investment amount at this point is, I think it's $800,000, which is quite substantial. Okay. Um, now, if you are on an H-1B and you start to start a business, and I'm assuming you're not starting a business with $800,000 that's from sources outside the country and, 
able to show where it's coming from and things like that, then that uh, you know that investment is really not going to grant you any kind of a status. But you are, of course, able to to do that investment and start that business as long as you still maintain your H-1B status. Correct. The moment you lose that that status, what happens? The moment you lose that status, then you are going to be out of status. You can go switch to yourself to like a B-1, B-2. Typically, if you're going to be an investor, you are going to, you know, you you will need to probably be a passive investor on the H-1B. Okay. You know, and not an active investor, but a passive one. You know, you put up the money, you receive distributions from your investment, but you are not working for that company. Mm, Yes, You don't get a W-2 from them. Okay. Okay? Well... But you, you can get your K-1. Okay, okay. Um, so that answers your question. It did. But let's focus back on uh, the, the question we had from the beginning about being arrested, what happens to you under certain circumstances. You talked about okay. visitor's visa, and you could be arrested depending on what it was for, uh, for a felony, a violent felony or aggravated assault and so on and so forth. What hap- Is this the same situation that would happen to someone who's already applied for adjustment from, let's say, from a student visa or H-1B visa to a green card um, status? Okay. If they have not yet reached that green card status, mm-hmm. then that is correct because uh, that's, they, they are, you know, it's sort of one of those, uh, you know, it's sort of one of those bright lines. Mm-hmm. You either you either have your green card or you don't have your green card. Correct. And when you don't have your green card, you're treated one way. And when you do have your green card, you're treated another way. Mm-hmm. N- now, when you think from the actual process what's going to happen, if you get arrested, the first place you're going to go is you're going to go to whatever jail or, you know, that that the, uh, the agency uh, – is uh, going to hold you in. And usually that's, you know, it's some facility for an entire county. But it's a jail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's run by the law enforcement agency. Mm-hmm. It's not run by ICE, mm-hmm. you know, or one of their outsourcing partners. It is run by the, you know, the law enforcement agency. And at that point, there's a couple of things that can happen to you. Mm-hmm. And it depends upon sort of the way that the individual law enforcement agency works. Some law enforcement agencies are quick to cooperate and and turn you over to ICE, and others may not be. Mm-hmm. And it's up to the law enforcement agency, and within the law enforcement agency, it can change mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. You know, depending upon who the chief of police might be oh. or who the sheriff of the county might be. Mm-hmm. You know, if the chief of police changes, maybe the policies change. Okay. You know, if the sheriff changes, maybe the policies change. So d- you know? It also depends on whether it's a large city police uh, a sheriff or a lo- small city sheriff. Well, not so much whether they're large or small as, as to just what their, what their individual policies are. Right. You know, it changes from county to county. 
Okay. Um, so, so this, so this, the, so the where you get jailed is what you just mentioned, but what about the and you, you at that point you go through the same process as anyone else who's being arrested, right? Right. But then at some point they're going to ask you, "What's your immigration status?" Mm-hmm. And that's where things start to start to become different. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you you should know is don't lie about your immigration status. Okay. okay. Because if you lie about your immigration status, that will make things much worse for you okay. in the longer term. Right. So tell them honestly okay. whatever your immigration status is. Mm-hmm. And then it depends on what the uh, what that agency does. Some agencies, for example, will if you know say well. If this is a nonviolent crime and it's a misdemeanor, then I'm not going to contact ICE. But if it's a violent crime or if it's a felony, then I am going to contact ICE. Mm-hmm. You know, and some will some will have a policy of we're always going to contact ICE. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody is not in legal status, we're always going to contact ICE. James, you know? James, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. We're going to be going to a commercial break for a few okay. minutes. But uh, for the listeners who just joined us, we're talking to James Parker, who's an uh, attorney with Willie and Ayakara, uh, the, the immigration attorneys. And we're talking to him about what happens if you get arrested under certain types of visas, especially if you're not a citizen or not a green card holder already. But we're going to talk about the green card holder thing a little later on. But don't go away. We'll be right back. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Joe I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramon. Indo-American News Radio. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Murphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, atas, and chutneys. 713-789-3088. ChandrikaMasala.com. 713-789-3088. कदर किसी की सिर्फ बोलकर ही नहीं की जाती क्योंकि चमक से पता चल ही जाता है हीरा कभी खुद नहीं कहता वो कितना चमकता है Maharaja Jewelers for when love is to be expressed not said Sachche pyar ka sachcha tohfa 5821 Hillcroft 7137845673 Maharaja bringing diamonds to life वो कुछ कहती नहीं पर ये भी एक भाषा है हीरे की चमक हर नारी की अभिलाषा है हाँ तुम कीमती हो ये सुनने की आशा है तभी तो हर हीरे को महाराजा जूलर्स ने प्यार से तराशा है हम हीरों से रिश्ते बनाते हैं क्योंकि आपके रिश्ते की कीमत हम जानते हैं महाराजा डायमंड्स 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 7137845673 महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ हीरा क्या है हीरा वो प्यार है जो दिखते थकता नहीं जो हर कसौटी पर खरा उतरता है हीरा वो है जो बनता है हर चेहरे की मुस्कुराहट जो रहे हमेशा आपके साथ 
आपका और महाराजा ज्वेलर्स का सालों साल का रिश्ता एक हीरा है महाराजा ज्वेलर्स 5821 एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ लगता है जैसे कल ही तो हमारी शादी हुई थी फिर छोटी सी आन्या आ गई। अब देखो हमारी बेटी स्कूल जाने लगी है सोचती हो जिंदगी को कहूँ जरा धीरे चल जिंदगी धीरे चले ना चले लेकिन जिंदगी में महाराजा के हीरे बहुत चलेंगे जिंदगी और महाराजा के हीरे दोनों ही बहुत कीमती सेलिब्रेट लाइफ विद महाराजा 5821 एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री फोर एट जीरो सिक्स सेवन सेवन सिक्स ब्रिंगिंग डायमंडाइफ Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to James Parker, an attorney with Willie Nanayakara, immigration attorneys, right here in Sugarland, and we're talking to him about what happens if you have a certain type of visa, starting from a visitor's visa to a H-1B visa, and so on, and you could just happen to get arrested. And and what are your your chances of staying in the country or not being staying or not staying in the country, uh, James? You were telling us that it all depends on the kind of crime it is, whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony, whether it's violent or aggravated. And we we were just talking to you about uh, about that with the with a different type of uh, visa, and you said it depends on which jail you're taken to, and you explained all of that. So. You were going on. Please go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So if you if you're getting the idea that there that you know uh, there can there can be many different things that happen to you and it all sort of depends on a number of different factors then then you know you're getting the right idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that probably no two persons' experience is going to be exactly the same. Um, but you know, in general rules, as it is, is once once they find out that perhaps you are, if you are here legally, and on a visa, they're probably not going to end up calling ICE on you unless it's violent, okay, mm-hmm. uh, or particularly serious, um, and they they'll probably you know you'll probably be allowed to treat this sort of as a criminal matter only. However, if you are in this, you know, in this situation where you don't get turned over to ICE, then you still should uh, have an immigration attorney involved in your criminal matter because depending upon what the results are from your uh, criminal situation can impact your ability to come back to the United States, how long you may stay, if you can immigrate, all kinds of things, and if you want those outcomes to be good outcomes for you, 
then you need to make sure that you are consulting with somebody that's an expert in that. So now, it, I'm sorry. Yeah. So how would uh, in this, for the sake of our listeners, how would an attorney representing them would help? Well, you know, the criminal person is going to, you know, if you get yourself a criminal attorney, their criminal attorney is going to work towards getting you the best outcome in their eyes from a criminal point of view. Okay. Okay. You know, they they don't want to they want to make sure you don't go to you don't want to go to jail, you know, if at all possible, and you know, and make sure that if you know the they they bring down the charge to the lowest they they can bring the charge down to. But 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 you what you what I understand you say is that you actually need two attorneys. One is a criminal attorney, and one is an immigration attorney. But you also need somebody to talk with in this situation. You know, the criminal attorney should, if, unless they are expert in, in immigration law, they should be also consulting with an immigration attorney. That, that's what I just said. So they should have both yes. attorneys, right. Okay. Because, if, because, because, for example, we have situations where somebody is uh, says, the criminal, the criminal attorney says, hey, look, I can get you probation for, you know, a year, and, and you won't have to go to jail at all. And they go, great, I don't have to go to jail. Well, that's also, you know, from a strictly a criminal perspective, that sounds great. From an immigration perspective, that's not so good. Because from an immigration perspective, you'd, you'd be better off serving 30 days in jail than being a year on probation. Why is because, that? Well, it's because there's a, there's a, uh, there's something that's called a, a petty offense exception if you go to try and adjust your status. And you're eligible for it as long as, you know, and so if, you, if you've made a mistake once, it's forgiven, but in order for you to qualify for that mistake, you know you have to be the crime has to be one that you could not be sentenced to jail or some sort of uh, you know restriction in your liberty for more than a year, and you were not ha- you did not have your liberty restricted for more than six months. I see. So okay. probation of a year is considered restriction of liberties. So parole on. If you have parole for a year, that's a restriction on your liberty for more than six months, and suddenly you're not eligible for the petty offense exception. All right. Whereas well, let's if you serve 30 days in jail, yeah, it doesn't, it does, you're still eligible. I see. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you have to know that's these. That's an uh, interesting nuance there. Right. So t- tell me what happens. We talked about uh, so far people of different visa statuses. What about if you happen to be a green card holder. Do you uh, do you have the same problem? Well, it depends on a couple of things. I mean, if it's if it's he, he always starts out time. with saying it depends. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. You notice it's that. like my doctor. Okay, <laughs> it depends. If if it is if it's something particularly severe, okay. In this case, if it would if it falls into the most serious category of crime, an aggravated felony, then you are probably going to go immediately. You know, they're they're going to arrest you, and then they're going to uh, turn you over to ICE. Okay, mm-hmm. but if it's but if it's a if it's a misdemeanor, 
or if it's a less serious felony, they're probably going to let you go off and go to jail, and everything will be fine. So you they just all, like just like you're serving time in jail. Just like a regular citizen, you end up having the same privileges. You sort of end up having the same kinds of privileges. Now, there's a couple of things you need to keep in mind. If your time that you're serving is exceeding five years, you know, then you may very well find yourself into trouble. Why? Okay. Well, there there's certain things that make you deportable if you serve if you have a serve a total of five years. Mm -hmm. Okay. But if it's say if it's a year or eighteen months, something like that, then it's highly likely that you will be allowed to serve your time. After that, you may get to uh, get challenged in the, uh, you may get taken into the uh, immigration court system, but you will have some forms of protection provided you've been here as a green card holder for, I believe it's at least, uh, I want to say five years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are a, a just had a been in a green card holder for less than that period of time, then you're not accorded these same kinds of protections. Mm -hmm. And uh, but if you have been, then you you will get the benefit of what's called a cancellation removal with uh, protection uh, for lawful permanent residents. And that's a fairly easy thing to qualify for, uh, as opposed to one for non-permanent residents. It's very easy, and you know, and you. Um, it's basically you get a sort of a a one strike, you know. They call on you, and you sit. They get you know. You basically get forgiven once. Yeah, I see. Once. Uh, so you basically, know? what you have to do is keep your nose clean. Keeping your nose clean is definitely the best policy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've you know? heard. I've heard of. Uh, I, I hate to say this, but in in certain communities, uh, I mean, at least in our community, we've heard of people who actually swindled a lot of money, fraud from professional white crime fraud mm -hmm. and so on, uh, and they happen to be also non-citizens. Uh, when that happens, is fraud considered or a, a a a very very bad crime? It depends on the amount involved. It's it if depends. The amount involved <laughs> is, if the amount involved is more yeah. than ten thousand dollars, then yes. So what if it's more than ten thousand dollars? Then well, if it's more than ten thousand, then it falls into this category called aggravated felons. Oh, then the you, more the you most get serious deported. categories. Yeah. Right. I see. So if it's less than it's a, there's a possibility that you could, may be able to stay. Right. If it is less. Yeah. So James, okay. one go, go ahead. So that you know that's that's uh, so one of the considerations. So, of so if you really had a problem with someone who happened to be on a green card, and they 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 did something bad to you, it would be to your advantage to try to get them arrested on a on some sort of aggravated felony yeah, charge. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, usually if they qualify, if it's an if it's an aggravated felony, that gets that gets pretty that gets treated pretty seriously. Uh, I see. You know, see. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know, you, if you look down the list of crimes that are aggravated felonies, they're they're usually pretty serious crimes, and uh, you know, you know, there's 
drug what? dealing and murder and kidnapping and rape and you know and you know and uh you know money laundering of large amounts and you know the, 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 you know if somebody is convicted of an aggravated felony they've uh what what happens about wrong. what happens is deportation the end of the road for you as far as when it you know if you do get out of jail for example yes i mean when when the uh when somebody when somebody is convicted of like an aggravated felony first of all they're going to put you in jail and they're going to make you serve your time uh -huh. okay and then after they get done with you serving time don't think you're going to go breathe fresh air <laughs> no no you're going to go over to the detention center uh, that is that is uh, run by the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, and which really, it's called a detention center, but for all purposes, it looks just like a prison mm -hmm. and works just like a prison. Mm -hmm. And you're going to stay there until the, you can go through, get in front of an immigration judge, and the immigration judge will order you deported, and then you'll be gone. Mm. And, and when you're gone to the other side, when you've gone back, fast. when you've gone to your home country, at that point, do they take uh, put you in jail over there for the same charge? Uh, well, I don't know. That depends upon, depends, I guess, yeah. the, the country. It depends but also I the terms of the so. deportation, yeah. right? But if you get deported, you know, you're gone. You're not coming back with the uh, if you've got an aggravated felony. Aggravated felony is like it's the uh, it's like the uh, automatic denial for everything. Ah, I see. Okay. okay. So, uh, James, I have a question going back to your earlier comments. Uh, we've got uh, two minutes left. Okay. On, uh, based on your earlier comments, sometimes the outcomes of a case depends on uh, the, uh, the, the judge and the, and the location. They all have different views on things. Does that uh, – uh, so the location where somebody is going to be tried is based on the location of the crime or you get to move uh, locations to go to a favorable court? Well, I'm not really sure how, you know, if you're talking about the criminal right. uh, situation, the criminal situation normally is controlled by where the crime is committed. Okay. So it's not like your uh, uh, some of the uh, civil uh, litigation where you can find a court that's favorable to your cause. No. Okay. If, you've, if your crime is committed in Fort Bend County, you're going to be in Fort Bend County, in front of Fort Bend County judges. Okay. If your crime is committed in Harris County, you're going to be in front of Harris County judges. If it's in Montgomery County, Montgomery County judges. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Well, so uh, we've been talking to James Parker with Willie Nanayakara. You notice how quickly I say Nanayakara? No, it's coming to you. It's now coming to me. <laughs> it, it, it's Nanayakara. <laughs> Nanayakara. Nanayakara. And of, of immigration attorneys here in the Sugarland area who are very well known. And George uh, Willie usually comes on the show, but every Thanksgiving it seems like he sends James Parker here, and then we... we, we Townsel him with all these very very difficult questions about this one today being about what happens if you get arrested and you don't happen to be a citizen and uh, actually from what I'm understanding even if you're a green card holder you might get into yourself into serious trouble right yep it's 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 I mean the you know when you have a green card you are you're accorded more 
uh, forms of relief. You're accorded, you know, a little more, you know, it, you're treated more leniently and with more respect than if somebody is here and they're completely out of status. But 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 not uh, not to the same level of uh, respect as if you were a citizen, right? No, that's you. You are correct on that one. So that's another you reason know, why, there folks, is a difference you'd... between being a green card holder and being a citizen. Yeah. So so basically, folks, if that's another reason for you to change your status and become a citizen, a citizen versus a green yeah. card holder. Mm-hmm. Apart from voting for some people who are running for office, and we won't name them. <laughs> well, it's it's you know it's you know it is a a reality that uh, people up until the time you become a citizen, yeah, you do something bad enough, you're going you can still be deported even as a green card holder. I've known people that this happened to, and of course, people that have green cards, it doesn't you know they're not intending to do anything wrong, and they certainly don't plan to do anything wrong. But uh, I'll give you an example. I know somebody. We've got 20 seconds. Okay. I know somebody who's a longtime green card holder. He ran a business, owned a business, and somebody that worked for him at the business did something wrong. And because he owned the business, he was held responsible, and he got deported. Oh, my God. What a horrible thing. One really has to be careful. James, thank you so very much. Uh, We hope you enjoy the rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. We appreciate it. I'm sure we'll be seeing you again next Thanksgiving on our show. Leave that way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you you very much. much. All right, take care. You too. Okay. Folks, we'll be right back. 107.5 107.5 KGLK HD4 Lake Jackson at 98.7 FM K254BZ Fairbanks. Indo American News Radio. India News. US News. World News. Movie reviews and local community roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. This is Sandhya Tucker, and yes, I just had full face and neck all therapy at Amerijuve. Truthfully, it was a little uncomfortable as the energy zapped in deep to reactivate my own collagen. But the results are amazing. Chin lifted and tightened. Fine lines and wrinkles disappearing. Dark spots definitely faded. I am so excited. Optimum results are yet to come after three to six months and will last for years. For your complimentary all therapy consultation, Call Ameriju, 713-960-6262. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today, IndoAmericanNews at Yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime. 
politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. Now we're joined with our next set of guests uh, who just arrived in the in the studio. And uh, Sridhar, you want to introduce them? Absolutely. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, our next guest in today's program is Abhinav Goswami. He's an internationally experienced data scientist with over 20 years of experience as statistical data analysis expert for various industries such as pharmaceutical, finance, investment banking, and technology. He started his career as a biostatistician at Ranbaxy Research Labs and later moved to G Capital and Franklin Templeton in India. Over 10 years of expertise in analytics opened the doors for an international exposure to work for companies like Royal Bank of Scotland as Vice President of Credit Risk in Stamford, Connecticut, and Data Scientist at Apple in Cupertino, California. In March 2017, after quitting his corporate journey in the U.S., he returned to his village in India and founded Vedic Tree Foundation, an NGO dedicated for educating the importance of cows for a sustainable living, motivating farmers for organic farming, and set up institutes of social importance like cow breeding centers, schools in rural communities, and sustainable health initiatives focused on nature-based botanical therapeutics, which all combined creates skill development and economic activities in villages. Abhinav's social entrepreneurship journey is continued in the USA by supporting local communities in the Houston area, where he has been a founding member of a tax-exempt public charity called Texas Gaushala to set up an ecosystem to promote the regenerative agricultural concepts and holistic living. Welcome to the show, Abhinav. And I also have Poonam Taneja with him, who is a volunteer. Right. Poonam, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi. Yes. Um, Poonam Taneja. I, am, I have been in Houston for the last 22 years. Uh, being in the northwest part of Houston, we have a welcome change where we have Goshala right in our backyard. Yes. Um, I am actually an IT professional working for Shell for the last 22 years. Wow. Mm. Um, yes. And uh, one of the things I learned being in Shell, I met a lot of wonderful senior leaders who are so involved with the community. And Shell also always supports the community. So. I got involved with a lot of volunteer work in the past. Mm -hmm. I have, as you know, we have worked together for youth leadership development yes. program. Yep. And now I'm very excited to be here uh, to talk about Texas Gorshala and the volunteer program. Right, that's wonderful. How long have you been in the U.S.? About 32 years. Well, and your family is well settled in the Absolutely. greater Houston area in, yes. in the, n the north part of town. In northwest part of the town, right. actually in Cyprus area. Ah, yes. I see. Cyprus and, and is And Poonam is a colleague of mine. We have worked together on projects at Shell. Ah. So I've ah. known her yes. for a few years as well. Wow. Welcome, Poonam. The, Thank you. the Shell uh, corporate office on Derry Ashford. I well, she's been in our side on the trading side for some years and also on the 
uh, drilling uh, the rest non-trading parts capital of projects, shell, capital yes. projects. Wow. Shell. And you still find time to volunteer. I know you've volunteered for many years at uh, Youth, li youth Leadership Development That's right. Program. Yes. And are you still involved with them? I am involved with them on a yearly basis when mm -hmm. we have interviews because there are so many students who apply every year and they need help, so they reach out to me. Uh -huh. But uh, in the past, I, I have worked as, uh, as you know, the publication director, mm -hmm. as the president of ILDP and a vice chair. Right. Um, I was with them for eight years, and then now I just help on need basis. I see, I see. Well, welcome to the show, and welcome both of you to the Thank show. It's so nice to have you here to talk Great about Texas Goshala. Uh, you had called me, Poonam, about this just uh, last week. Yes. And we'd exchanged some texts and so on and so forth, and... And uh, it just, I guess it just so happened that we ended up having the, the, the time available to talk about this because uh, I got really fascinated. Tw Texas Goshala, if you look at the website, they're, they're located uh, on Pickaboo Street, uh, just, oh, Kickaboo, Kickaboo Street, Kickaboo Street, north of 290. It's yes. 20 acres of land, and it's a nonprofit uh, organization that takes care of cows and, and nurturing cows and anything that has to do with cows. If you go to the website, they have a lot of products that are made from cow dung, I guess. Right. Uh, 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 well, of course, it's... Uh, but you tell us more about it, Avina. Uh, absolutely. Thank you so much. You're the president uh, of, of Texas Goshala. Uh, yes, I am one of those uh, people who founded the Goshala back in the COVID time. Uh -huh. And since my background is I'm from a village in India, and always grew up with cows. Uh, but this so-called development kind of forced me to, you know, take out me from my village atmosphere mm -hmm. in pursuit of being a developed person. And that development cost me leaving my family, cows, farming, everything. Mm -hmm. And then I'm here in fast-forward world, you know, working for Apple, the most developed company. And I'm talking to some of the developed leaders, hey, where do you live? What is your life? And they say, oh, I live countryside. I eat organic and all that. Uh, in that way, uh, I'm questioning myself. Is this the real development? You know, if, if uh, being here, you're living in countryside. I was already living in a countryside as a kid. And you say, I'm eating organic. I was already growing organic <laughs> as a kid. And so what was the need? Because eventually we all uh, try to simplify our life you know whether we have money or don't have money we have you know family or not we try to simplify things where we are and i was always in a simplified way i was forced to become in a complicated world so so you went back to the future so i went back to my village again and i said you know if i am successful if i'm developed which my friends tell me then why should not I share my experience with the rest of the kids in the villages? Why where, can't where I? Where is your village in India? I'm from uh, a village in Aligarh, Uttar Pradesh. Oh, uh, I see. So it's about 18 kilometers from Aligarh headquarters. And back then, when I was growing uh, in my high school, there was no electricity. There was no so-called, you know, modern facilities, uh, water and all that. So. But didn't you, the, when you went back to your village, mm -hmm. did your uh, neighbors, your relatives... Did they not all wonder why you did, took this step? You went from apple mm -hmm. to growing apples. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. There was a, a lot of friction, especially the friction started with me itself. When I kind of 
this idea was conceived that I'm going to quit Apple, go back to my village. This was few years back. I was actually persuading myself to get into Apple, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first friction started with me, and the way I handle it for the next six months, every single day I'll question myself, is it worth doing or not? What about your family? And then the family friction started. When I convinced myself, then a family friction started. It took eight months. Uh-huh. And then family agreed. Uh, then we ended up there in the village. And now the whole family is back in India. Oh, you know, you were the only one from the family living in America, and now you have come here. They were not happy initially. Yeah. But when we started working on the project, so we have their 200 cows facility in my village, and the cow dung urine goes to a biodiester, produces methane. That methane we convert into electricity. So we produce 30 kilowatt, three-phase, 440 volt just mm. from cow dung. Uh-huh. Right. The biosolary which comes out goes to a biofertilizer unit. Mm-hmm. So we produce 300 ton biofertilizer from cow dung. So basically roughly 10,000 kg cow dung is produced every day, um. processed every day, right? How many? 10,000 kilo. Whoa, so cow dung like ev- how, every yeah, day? It's a lot. Every day, yeah. From how many cows 300 you ton? 300 cows. No, so our facility doesn't have that many. So what we do, we buy cow dung from no, other places. No, but in India, in India, yeah. 300 cows. No, cow facilities 200 uh, infrastructure, but the cow dung which we buy, you get it from other we sources. We buy from other also. places because for them it's a waste. So for us, other farmers they bring it to other you. Other farmers, they are bigger cow shelters. Uh, uh, those who don't know what to do with it, we basically convert that as as a raw material to our resource. So you also sell uh, meal, milk and milk products. We do sell right? uh, milk and milk products uh, to customers, and surprisingly, people who you get our milk in in India during peak of the COVID. Nobody said that we ever get a COVID. Uh-huh. So these healthy organic products, which we designed, um, you know, way back uh, five years back, is still going on. So and, and how did you happen to come here? Yeah, that was going to be my <laughs> question. How, how did you transplant that operation here to the U.S.? So that was um, probably I would say more accident uh, because. Really? What we were doing, you know, every six, eight months, I would travel back to U.S. with my family just to, you know, have fun for a month, 15 days. We'll spend time with friends. This time, we didn't know that COVID is coming, and we ended up in Houston because we want to travel to Florida. Uh Um, So we landed in end of November, and we gave like 15 days to travel around Houston, see what temples are, what communities, and all that, because we have never been to Texas we lived in U.S. for 15 years, mm. but never do Texas. And Texas has a different picture uh, in the mind. Uh, while we were living in California, we, we were living in New York, Connecticut. That's where I started my life. So coming here, I find really good, you know, uh, Texas much bigger, much better, and th- everything is great. Uh, but then the COVID came, and we couldn't go back. So this temporary widget ended up being like a permanent settlement again. So, <laughs> so let, let me go back to what you were talking earlier, sure. uh-huh. right? So what you're doing appears to me is a combination of uh, uh, organic uh, right. food and uh, being focused on uh, renewable energy sources of energy right. and also a way for, based on the narrative we had for you, mm-hmm. is to get people to connect back with nature as they progress in life get out of the clutter and simplify things, right? 
Uh, I'll give you some numbers, you know, yeah. uh, and these are numbers given by the scientific community. Mm. So they say the, the cultivable soil left on this planet is just good for 50 years. Yeah. You cannot grow food after 50 years. The amount of toxic elements we have put in the soil, it will not produce. The chemicals which we have put into the soil have gone to the water, atmosphere, all of it. But don't you have but to let the ground fallow for a few years after you cultivate? That's typically the pattern here. No, that doesn't happen because uh, farming has becoming an industry now. Mm -hmm. Right. And nobody so, so leaves soil. I, I think we went away slightly from <laughs> where my question was headed okay. was the Gaushala that we have here mm -hmm. in Houston uh, mm -hmm. uh, suburb or yeah. uh, greater Houston area, you can, if you have, may call that. What is the uh, thought process that led itself to have this and from the community at large, what do we I think uh, this has started more like a personal thing okay. for me because we are trapped in COVID. Uh, everybody's locked in the houses. Nobody can go anywhere. And I'm locked in a rental house with, with my family. And we are struggling, like, uh, have we come here just to die? Because Houston was third largest <laughs> uh, on the map of, mm. you know, COVID deaths and all that. So it was a panic. And then I go back to the knowledge, the, the learning I did as, as growing as a kid. Uh, you know, the cow is the liberating soul on this planet. So even after death, there's a, there's a Kamdenu which comes to cross you with any river. And these are all uh, Puranic symbolic things. You know, if you believe in it, you believe in 100%. Sure. You can't be a conditional acceptance, right? So I said, if I have to die, then I should die in Lotus Feet of Gomata. Uh -huh. This is, right? That was the thing. But I said, if I have to do that, then uh, I need to have a house. I need to have a property where I could have it. So we started looking for property in COVID. We found a four-acre site in Cypress, which is unrestricted, where I could keep cows. So And we bought a co two cows there, one, one cow and bull. And that's how this project started. Mm -hmm. Now, social media is so popular uh, I think my wife of, of a kid put, hey, we got our cow in America. And that was so touchy to a lot of people because they were stuck in their houses for many months and couldn't go anywhere. They're like, can I come in and see the cow? Can I come mm. and feed the cow? There okay. were a lot of emotions like people lost their family members and, and priests told them, can you just go and feed a cow in their name? And there was no facility like it where you could just go to a cow, touch it, feel it, and feed it. So we were the only one opening things. So we created a calendar in that time that this is your shallot, come there, go and touch the cow, feed it, and, and go. So that's how it became like a very successful story where you could go and do the last so rituals. So you actually transplanted the village experience that you sought back in India mm -hmm. to the U.S. Yeah. Correct. Yes, you were the accidental village maker here in, in Texas because and of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> you may call it accidental, or maybe it was a plan from the, sure. uh, the higher energies, the supreme being. Yeah, yeah, uh, but but uh, you know, <laughs> it maybe maybe it was a coincidence, mm -hmm. but that's the end result. Right. right, that's the end result. And, and Abhinavji, uh, the farm in uh, India is still going on. Yeah, it's who's taking still, care of it? Yes, yes, it's still going on. There's a team of people. There, but we okay. created employment in the village. And uh, the whole project is being run by uh, my younger brother who was working in Mumbai. He also came after ah. a few months and he joined me. So, uh, so, so in essence, you created an industry mm -hmm. to create gober gas. 
Right. And all the products that come from uh, the milk. Cow dung, yes. And, and all the, the fertilizer. Correct. And you've replicated that to mm. some extent over here. Yeah, so I kind of, you know, I'm a business guy, I'm a data scientist, so I kind yeah. of saw cow as as a source of prosperity. Uh. So how do you create a ecosystem around cows which creates industry? Mm -hmm. So if you need the milk you or milk product, should be the pure. If you need energy, it should be pure. It should not destroy the atmosphere. If you need, your food should come from a sustainable source. So cow dung based fertilizer is the best source. And then the grain, fruits, vegetables grow. So this concept transformed into, in our culture, we called Asta Lakshmi, mm. the prosperity through eight ways, right? Ah. So cow put in the center, we actually created Asta Lakshmi model. Four components, we have already activated in our village, and rest of the four I probably will create here. So one is dairy, dairy products, energy, biofertilizer, uh, you know, pure organic grains, fruits, vegetables. Then you talk about medicines, the herbal right. impact. Mm -hmm. Then you talk eco products like we use pots and all that. So, so, so we can almost say, in, in a lighter <laughs> note, it's LEED certified uh -huh. in terms of self-sustainable, right? Well, of course it is because right. you you see the output from one source is input to next. Correct. So if I'm yeah. feeding cow a green grass, it's right. giving me cow dung, it's giving me urine. That is going to my biodigester, so producing methane. That methane the biosolary coming out, biosolary going to biofertilizer unit. Right. So, that, so but, but that requires a lot of cows. Uh, how, how many cows do you have now? Well, here in Texcoachella, we have 31 cows now. We started with two, and then I got some very dedicated volunteers and team. Such as Poonam? Such as Poonamji. She's the very first, those people who would come and help and take care See, of the whole operations. That, that's the part that touches mm -hmm. me more than... The rest of it is sort of a business, self-sustaining mm -hmm. model and enterprise, mm -hmm. which is very good. But the human element and the social aspect of it is starting to intrigue me. Right. Well, when, let, when, let me interrupt you right now. We're going to okay. go to a commercial break. We'll be back in about uh, a few minutes. So, folks, don't go away. We'll be back. This is Indo-American News on uh, radio. It's not unplugged anymore. Indo-American News Radio. Relationships, you know, they are like food. उनका भी ख्याल ना रखा जाए, तो वो भी कभी कड़वे, तो कभी खट्टे हो जाते हैं. लेकिन अगर जरा सी मिठास डाल दी जाए, तो दूर हुए लोग भी नजदीक आ जाते हैं. तो फिर आप किसी के घर खाली हाथ क्यों जाते हैं? अब से मत करना ये mistake. Do not forget to take cookies or cakes. Hot breads, the baked with love cookies and cakes. Five seven zero zero Hillcroft, seven one three seven eight five one two one two. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM. Every Saturday, 3 to 6. PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. The rest of them, they broke, like they here. Crime. 
politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to Abhinav uh, uh, Goswamiji and Poonam Tanejaji about Texas Goshala. And Poonam, you've been volunteering there for how long? So I have been volunteering for almost two years. Um, the very first time I heard about Texas Goshala was through some of my friends who had gone for an event. And once I went there, mm-hmm. the, the positive environment that I saw and the sight of cows grazing and running around in the fields, it was just an amazing experience. Really? Yes. And, and the welcome that I got from Goswami family, you know, they are just like, they just welcome me like it's their own family. So you live on the, on the farm? Yes, we, uh, we, when we started in Cyprus, we were living there. Uh, there was a house and then there was a three-acre land where cows were grazing. So we welcomed every single person who would come there. Now we moved to Kickapoo Road last year because cows were growing. We needed more space. So now uh, you have 20 acres. Now, yeah, now cows have 20 acres. <laughs> I don't have. So, <laughs> Poonam, what do you do when you go there? So when I go there, first of all, I always go and visit the cows. I feed them, cuddle with them. That's a very positive experience. What do you experience. mean cuddle with them? Tell me, <laughs> tell me, what does this mean, cuddling with a cow? <laughs> there are so many calves around. You know, they are just babies running around mm. and very playful. So you hug just, them, you, you just, just, just them. scratch them, they yeah. enjoy it. They don't <laughs> kick you? No, they don't <laughs> kick you. <laughs> wow. So uh, as a youngster, my father had rescued a cow mm. who was being taken to a uh, for slaughterhouse. A slaughterhouse, yes. And then we raised the cow for quite a few years and she also had a calf. And one time when I was small, I was like eight, nine years old, I tried to milk the calf and it hit me right here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, you have one bull and 29 cows. I know. So one bull and one cow we got initially, but now they have given birth to many calves. Uh, You know, so bull calf is is calf and the female is called heifer. So how many Bulls. Uh, I think we have uh, ten bulls right now, and rest of them are females. I see. So, what's what's the ultimate goal? How many uh, animals in total do you want to have? I, I mean, there's no target as such, uh, uh, but we are targeting to limit now at thirty, which we can manage because it's a lot of work and a lot of cleanup work, a lot of. Uh, things to manage the cost of maintaining has gone up you know when we started uh, we used to get feed just for eight dollar now it has gone to fourteen dollar oh, fifteen dollar wow. i know uh, and then the, the the drought in the summer we have mm-hmm. seen there's no hay bale available now uh-huh. i used to pay only like fifty dollar now it's even for ninety five hundred dollars hard to get so do you find wow. it economically sustainable 
it is, uh, but we are still working on those uh, okay. components. So, are we you looking for donations from people? Absolutely, we look forward for donations. Uh, you know, a lot of this work has been possible through the community support. We recently built up a, a beautiful barn for cows, which we didn't have last year, and uh -huh. cows were shivering in cold. Oh. So, so what's so like the experience? Sorry, mm. like the experience of Poonam. Do you mm. have families visiting from all around Houston yes. area with their children? to go through this well, absolutely experience. okay not only from houston yeah. they come from across the country i mean we have seen people from multiple states they come thanksgiving time a lot of families just drive by and they stop by very nice wow. so, yeah. Yeah. so how m what's a good number for people to reach you out uh, they can reach out to me at 203-428-7829 and there's a goshala number they can reach out 281-654 6677. Um, the best way to connect or, or visit is go to Goshala website, texasgoshala.com, uh, book an appointment. Uh, Can you spell it, please, for the listeners? Oh, yes. It's www.texasgaushala.com. It's G-A-U-S-H-A-L-A. Correct. Gaushala. Okay. Yeah. So, Poonam, as a volunteer, apart from cuddling, <laughs> and feeding. Cuddling is just the, the benefit I get of uh, going so, there. So, so what, what else do you do there? So there are so many events that get planned in Goshala. Like we just had Govardhan Puja. Mm -hmm. um, right before that we had Janmashmi. So anything related to event planning, you know, making sure that audience know about these events, decoration around the according to events, uh, making garlands or making prasad at the kitchen, there's so many things that can be done, so we I volunteer for those. I and see. Um, now, do you do you? Couple of questions come to mind. One is: Is there a little temple at the? Yes, there, there's there a, is a temple. There's a uh, beautiful temple donated by another, uh, you know, devotee of cows. They said we have a temple we want to donate here, and it's a beautiful temple. Yeah. Uh, uh, and there are more activities, you know, those who are interested in growing. So it's a complete experience for families oh, oh yes. who come so and visit. Poonam, do you, have you milked a cow? No, I haven't. <laughs> so I don't think they have done that yet either. You have not milked cows? <laughs> no, we have, we have milk. We have tried. Uh, but I think what we need, a little bit more support to make it official in terms of, you know, milking the cow. I can milk the cow, and I milk a couple of them. But I cannot sell the milk. So when people come, it's, it's not it's not permitted. Why can you? Oh, you're not permitted to sell milk yet. So to get the permit, I have Pastor to have infrastructure. Right. To yeah, have the yeah. infrastructure, I need money. Right. So if I can get an investor to invest in this project, obviously I can set up the facility, get the licenses. I've already talked to the... How much uh, of an investment are you looking at? Uh, just for the milking facility, we need somewhere around $500,000 to $600,000 to build up the building, which can be licensed to milk. Mm. And then, uh, so they, the director of dairy industry, I talked to them, Texas State, they said you need three licenses. And so you have to have like a three distinct uh, buildings in one building. Uh. One is the milking station building, second would be chilling and packaging building, and then the retail center. So at this point, this is more of an experience thing for the right community, now it is, yes. which started as a personal thing for you, and now mm. the community benefits from Correct. visiting. Okay. Yeah, and we have organic garden. We have just planted 100 fruit trees. So this was community effort. Uh, 
the organic vegetables. I mean, we share as a prashad to those who visit Goshala. And yes. just recently, you had the Govardhan Puja. Right? We had the Govardhan Puja, and probably the largest or the 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 biggest Govardhan in whole America. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at least twenty feet long. And it's very satisfying for you, I'm sure. Wow. And all it's this. all made from cow dung. So yeah. we collected cow dung for over a week. And then a lot of volunteers just went there and they, uh, you know, mix the cow dung with water and make it nice shape over them. Go so, so Poonam, you know, do you actually collect the cow dung and then you make the patties from it and so on? Have you tried all of that? Um, I have done that in the past, but for Govardhan Puja, as Aminavji said, we collected all the cow dung and, and created the idol, also the Govardhan and one of the cows over there. So ah, yes, I we've see. been working with the cow dung quite a bit. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. And doing the decoration. So you become a cowgirl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am a cowgirl. A yes. gopi. Thank you. That's yes. a new name for me. <laughs> That's why she's in her jean jacket to represent cowgirl. So, <laughs> Abhinavji, since COVID, um, the family has stayed here. Mm-hmm. They haven't gone back. No, the, I did a short trip last year, but my family hasn't gone back. And because they're so much involved in, in this work. Right now, our team has expanded. We've got six board members, you know, uh, besides myself, uh, Vikas Singh Ji, he works for oil and gas industry. Uh, we have Purav Shah, he has his own business in um, transportation. Then we have uh, Narendra Gupta Ji. Uh, he's he's working for a software company as director of uh, data warehousing. Then uh, Purandarji, uh, he's he's from Andhra, and he takes care of a lot of you know volunteer work, uh, cows, cuddling, and all that. So so all this beautiful uh, you know this strong team. And then we have Poonamji and other volunteers. They just come in when when there's a festival. We have seen like. Five six hundred people on certain events like Janmashtami. Five six hundred people. Oh yeah, the people wow. just come with their family. Uh, even if we do certain festival on weekdays, forget weekends, people still show up because wow. they. Do you have a great. ticket for people to come in? So far, we have not commercialized that way, and we don't want so, to commercialize. So how do you make your money? Uh, it's all donations. So people come there. We offer food, and th- those who feel happy and they feel satisfying, they donate. Well, uh, I noticed on your website you have fees for like cuddling with a cow, right. taking mm. a picture with, uh, with uh, or, or whatever. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, cuddling cow is, of course, you know, we have to have one person dedicated for their mm-hmm. safety regions. And so we have to pay for that timing. So we put that fee. Those are services. Uh, if somebody says, hey, I want to do Gau Puja uh, with priests, then we have to pay to the priest. So these are the services which people can buy and come and do but let's say if somebody want to feed a cow we uh, we have a program called go grass it's like back in india if you remember each family will give one first chapati to cow mm. one roti to cow right but how do you facilitate that system here so we we've come up with an idea that hey you donate a dollar a day and we take that money to feed cows on your behalf mm. and so these uh, this is like 30 dollar a month uh, or that's a $365 or $360 a year, you are always connected. We send videos every day, morning, evening, we feed the cows, and people feel connected that, you know, whatever little contribution I'm doing is being put to raise these cows, take care of them, and create this ecosystem. So I invite everybody. Well, uh, so let me just ask you, um, 
And for the people who just tuned in, we're talking to Abhinav Goswamiji and Punam Thanejaji about the Texas Goshala, which is located at uh, on Kickapoo Road and uh, north of 290. Right. In, it's, it's in Waller. It's in Waller from 99 and 290 crossing, about seven minutes towards Austin. Right. I see. Um, but we're talking to them about uh, the Texas Goshala. So now, uh, Abhinavji, your original idea was to leave Apple and go to your village. Right. And by a, 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 a quirk in destiny or accident, you ended up recreating your village atmosphere here. Do you not want to go back to your village? I mean, that was your original idea. No, I, I really want to go to back to my village, but actually now I see in a bigger perspective. I'll quote one shloka from Srimad Bhagavatam, mm-hmm. wherein he says, uh, Krishna say, tells Arjuna, Indriyanam manasyasmi bhutanam chetana. So what does it mean that if you want to understand me through your senses, I am the man. And Bhutanam Chetana, the consciousness in all these living beings, I am, I am that consciousness, mm-hmm. right? So when I say that the thought of going and helping people and kids in the village came to me, it was originally Krishna's idea. So I am executing it. So maybe I just see a tiny bit of it, he sees the bigger part. Coming here was and setting up a goshala was no nowhere in the picture but now that's the reality but that has actually created a it has become beneficial in a multifold when i was in india and i go to any office in government or talk to any people they wouldn't give me any respect now i call and then immediately sir there is a call from america <laughs> sir there is this they they're doing this in america we should do it so basically when you have to create a good project or good idea. I think America still has so much impact on the rest of the world that whatever you do here, the world reflects back there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So if America says blue jeans is the only jeans, the whole world wears yeah. blue jeans, we better transmit good ideas, good for humanity, good for atmosphere from this land. If world listens from here, let it listen from here. Yeah. So I'm still a village boy. I still want to live in my village, and I'm still creating that same village here. But my village in uh, India is also there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can easily say that this is not an easy effort. It's a lot of sweat <laughs> that goes into it. And yeah. Abhinavji, how hear. does your work uh, schedule go uh, every morning? Uh, generally, uh, we start around uh, 6.37 feeding the cows. Uh, we just put... Uh, um, a bag of feed in their bins and then they feed it they go back to the field for grazing once they are done they sit under some tree and then uh, in after evening time also we feed around 5.30 to 6 and they come back since we're not milking them then if we milk them then there'll be a little bit different schedule and a little bit more work but that yeah. is yet to come but uh, I'm curious what happens I mean these cows the udders must be big also, the no, calves, only the calves are pre- good to drink all of it. Yeah, only if they're pregnant and are feeding the No, no, but the calves. milk, the milk. Yeah, that's how the milk comes, Jawar. So, so cows produce enough milk for the calves, right? Mm-hmm. So if calf can digest all of it, and you imagine we're not tying any calf. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, so you're they're, they're just the going calf. in the field with the mother. Oh, and so they the drink whole day. They don't drink in the morning and so evening. So the calves are drinking the milk. They're just drinking yeah. every every one hour, <laughs> two hours. You'll just see them, one calf drinking milk for the mother. Uh. And only the uh, 
cows that are, have just given birth mm. are the ones uh, giving milk. Correct, correct yes. Yeah. So cows generally give milk for about uh, seven to eight months, roughly 240 days after their delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, so between that time, some cow may be stopping at 200 days, some may be going So in other yeah, words, different. in a commercial enterprise, there's artificial insemination, which makes right. them do this. Yeah. And here, this is, is all, or, or it's all organic. Ritual. Yes. And I'm sure, p- how do you take care of the health of the cows? Do you have a veterinarian who is there on site? or this uh, We is don't have on site, uh, yeah. though we have uh, signed up with the Texas A&M College Station Department of uh, Veterinary Services. So when we need something in emergency, we just call them and they schedule the call, visit, they come there. I'm trying to get someone who can help us to have a, like a regular visit, which um, uh, if there's someone in the community who have worked with the cows or can help us find a vet services, uh, that'll be an Maybe awesome Maybe someone is support. listening today on the if radio If somebody program. is listening, <laughs> I, I say namaste to them and then I request <laughs> them, please visit Goshala and see if we can get some support. Um, general health, uh, we try to take care through, you know, natural ways. Uh, we try to avoid any toxic chemicals. Uh, and sure. Well, Abhinavji, thank you so much. And uh, Poonamji, thank you so much for coming to the show and explaining all this stuff about Texas Goshala. Where I'm excited. I think uh, we need to make a trip out there. Uh, absolutely. We definitely yeah. will. I, I invite all of you to come there and uh, enjoy yeah. this ecosystem. And the, for those people who want to go there, and there's a number that you can call, 281-654-6677. That's to the Texas Goshala. And uh, or you can visit Texas Goshala G A U S H A L A dot com to set up make arrangements. Correct. And it's only uh, uh, I guess it's a forty five minute drive from depending from on shu- where from Sugarland Sugar is forty five minute. Um, and if you're living somewhere near closer way, to town, closer yeah. to ninety, it's like twenty minutes. Mm. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for coming and really appreciate it. We hope to see you at the Texas Goshala. Thank, thank you so you, much. Thank Wonderful. you for giving us the thank opportunity. You. Good luck with all your thank projects. You. Thank you, Poonam. Very nice project. Cowgirl Poonam. Thank you. The new name I got. (laughs) (laughs) We look forward to to more information from you. And meanwhile, folks, don't go away. We are going to be concluding the show in the next, uh, after we come back from these messages. This is Indo-American News. We'll let you listen to a little bit of music while we say goodbye to uh, our guests. Thank you. Indo-American News Radio, India News, US News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup, every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. शादी की बारात निकलने वाली और फुल दो घंटे डांसिंग चलेगा। लेकिन ये सारे वीडियोस शूट करने के लिए मेरी फोन की बैटरी चलेगी या नहीं? शादी में फोन की बैटरी चले ना चले, लेकिन शादी में महाराजा के हीरे हमेशा चलेंगे। वो शादी ही क्या, जिसमें महाराजा के हीरे ना हो? Celebrate weddings with Maharaja. Five eight two one Hillcroft seven one three four eight zero six seven seven six. Bringing diamonds to life. वो कुछ कहती नहीं पर ये भी एक भाषा है हीरे की चमक हर नारी की अभिलाषा है हाँ 
तुम कीमती हो ये सुनने की आशा है तभी तो हर हीरे को महाराजा जुलस ने प्यार से तराशा है हम हीरों से रिश्ते बनाते हैं क्योंकि आपके रिश्ते की कीमत हम जानते हैं महाराजा डायमंड्स फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्राफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ कदर किसी की सिर्फ बोलकर ही नहीं की जाती क्योंकि चमक से पता चल ही जाता है हीरा कभी खुद नहीं कहता वो कितना चमकता है महाराजा ज्वेलर्स फॉर वेन लव इज टू बी एक्सप्रेस नॉट सेड सच्चे प्यार का सच्चा तोहफा फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉप सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड सुने हाथों को कितना सुंदर कर गई देखो मेरी उंगलियाँ कैसे सवर गई मुझे आज तक जो कोई कैद नहीं कर सका वो काम ये हीरे की अंगूठी कर गई लेट द लव शाइन फॉरएवर। डायमंड एंगेजमेंट रिंग्स बाय महाराजा ज्वेलर्स। फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ Houston's hottest masala radio with my man Sunil T and the crazy masala crew. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, oh, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. Now we're going to our last twenty minutes of our program, and then we will be talking to you about cricket and movies and everything else that Pramod likes. Yes. Can <laughs> I cry right. first before we talk about cricket? I'm Pr still in mourning. Oh, okay. Mourning. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is evening. <laughs> oh my God! It, it, well, it was just a bad loss. Yeah, yeah. And the score that Australian scored, two uh, forty, was not that not that big of a score. But you know the Australian pace um, bowlers, Stark and so here is my take on this. I'll give you my three-minute okay. elevator pitch on this one. I watched every ball. Oh, okay. I stayed all through the night watching that game uh, yeah. from two uh, thirty. Right. I felt Australia had mentally had the makeup to win the game uh -huh. from the beginning. They put their body on the line to stop every ball that came. They must have saved what thirty-five, forty runs in fielding right. alone. Yeah. No missed catches, mm -hmm. and the catch that got uh, uh, our captain out. Yeah, uh, Rohit Sharma. Rohit that Sharma's, was quite that an, was amazing an amazing catch. catch. So Travis the Head was the one yeah. who got them. But but the game itself, from the beginning, you could see that Australians were not going to take a defeat today. You know, you know what happens uh, if you lose uh, one time, then you have the spirit to come back. And Australians lost to India, India one time, in the yeah. beginning, so I think that may have helped them uh, win and this time. And we had won all through. The first match we lose is the finals. Right. So, 
But did you hear that? Is that true that Raul Dravid has been replaced now by Dhoni, or is that a rumor? No, as the manager, that, that, that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one other point. Yeah. Was uh, you mentioned about the T20 starting all over? Yeah. Already. Don't yeah. they get break? <laughs> mentally and physical break? Well, uh, most of the senior players have been arrested. So uh, Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, okay. uh, and some of the bowlers are not playing. And guess who is the captain? It's you mentioned Surya Kumar, Kumar Yadav. Yadav. Yeah. So that's, uh, you have to go way down to <laughs> get to Surya Kumar. Surya Kumar, yeah. He's a pretty much a newbie, right? Not too he, much of experience. Yeah. Uh, and I wish he had put some runs on the board too. On, yeah. on, the, on the local side, I mean, not talking about that, but on the local side, we have a, a cricket store called the Best Cricket Store. It's in Katy. Uh-huh. And it's run by Murtaza, uh, Murtaza Murta- Hashwani. Yeah. And he went, he's making $4 million a year in selling cricket equipment. Oh, wow. Are you is serious? It, yes. Right here in, in Katy. Uh, online, right? Wow. Mostly. No, no, no. $4 million? Well, I mean, both. Both. Yeah. So it's cricket only or cricket? Inside? Only cricket in, uh, cricket merchandise. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, so there's a high demand for such things. And and by the way, I understand that Major League Cricket is going to be coming on a tour. The the the, the Indian team is coming on a tour. Yeah. To the U.S. in February. Oh, is that right? Ten cities. Wow. And Do you know how many teams? They're going to start off in Houston because of the 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 fields that we have in uh, Prairie View. Are Prairie we going also in Pearland. Are we yeah. part of the news media for that, <laughs> Jawahar? Yes, we, we are. are. Okay, so okay. we will go there then. We yeah. want hello high water. We will go there. We'll go there. <laughs> and you know, I was surprised to find out Dallas has like sixteen cricket teams. Yeah, I don't know how many is there in Houston, but the count is increasing quite a bit. Yeah, uh, Grand Prairie has a huge cricket field. Yeah, and so uh, you know, cricket is growing everywhere in the country. But and uh, last week, uh, before Thanksgiving, I had gone to the Houston Indoor Cricket Club. And they have these uh, alleys where you can practice. Like batting cages. Yeah, yeah. batting cages. Mm-hmm. And they also have a uh, bowling machine. Where so is this neat. cricket club? It's on a beach nut near Highway 6. It, it's oh, a really? franchise. It's a yeah. franchise. Mm. It, it, so you, you, I think some places also serve food. Yeah, the next the door there's a yeah. um, restaurant. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, you nice. So it's pretty skills. neat. Yeah. And you have to wear all the pads and then the helmet, uh, everything, and the gloves. Really? Uh, okay. To, to uh, play against the machine. <laughs> did you try that? Yeah, I I, uh, I did uh, three sessions of 30 balls each. Uh-huh. And initially I was better. But towards the end, I got out three times. <laughs> so does it give you the, the 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 summary of how you played in yeah, the 30 yeah, minutes? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And then you can see a cartoon figure. Yeah. It's a, uh, there's a CRT screen. And you can tell whether it's a spin ball or a fastball. So it's, it's almost like a golf simulator. You, yeah, you exactly. You get to see the whole uh, game. Yeah. And where is this? Did in this a, a beach nut uh, near um, Highway 6. Uh, okay. Is it expensive? Uh, it can be. Uh, How much was it? Uh, we, uh, one of our friends had gotten a, a, a slot of time, and so each individual paid about fifteen dollars. You know That's what? This bad. is a good group event. There's yeah. too many people talk about cricket. We need to pull them over to come <laughs> on. Let's play. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they'll be thrilled at having uh, uh, people come in. 
Yeah. And this is leather ball, not tennis ball. No, actually, uh, it's uh, it's a hard plastic ball that's hollow. Okay. And that's that's what's used by the machine. Ah, interesting. Well, we'll find out more about that. I'll, we'll get yeah, in touch with this group. And there's some, uh, if you want to talk about movies, uh, you know, there are two, uh, in the mainstream theaters, Tiger. there are two movies that have come out that are really interesting. One is Napoleon mm -hmm. by Ridley Scott. Oh, yes, right. And the other one is Holdovers. No, Maestro, about uh, Leonard Bernstein. Oh, but, but Holdovers is also a very good movie. Uh, what is that about? It's about... Uh, this private school in the Northeast, mm -hmm. and they have a, ho a holiday weekend, and Thanksgiving uh, week when they close up the, the private school. And there are certain people who are not allowed to go every year. They choose them. They're not allowed to go because they, they have to stay back. stay back and take care of the facility. Mm -hmm. And those are called the holdovers. Oh, okay. It's got four and a half out of five stars. Oh, okay. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But uh, Maestro is... Uh, uh, created by Bradley Cooper mm. and he's done ma quite a few movies and he plays Leonard Bernstein and it talks about his uh, musical career uh, with the New York Philharmonic and also his uh, relationship with his wife. So it's a journey of a lifetime and uh, it has gotten rave reviews. Mm. And Napoleon is actually... Who plays Bernstein? Uh, uh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper okay. yeah. Bra Bradley himself, the, sni yeah. the sniper in that movie, remember? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. That one's one of his first movies. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Napoleon is Joaquin... Uh, uh, yeah, Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, and that's also supposedly a, a very good movie. And Ridley Scott creates epics. And this one is uh, more than two and a half uh, hours long. That's mm. quite a long movie. And some French uh, critics don't like it, like the portrayal of Napoleon. But, you know, these things are bound to happen when one director uh, shows his vision. Vision, right, yeah. right. I mean, these are historical uh, story narrative and perspectives can be different. Correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, Pramod, I know you and Jyoti and Jawahar, you all are very culturally act or active in the Houston Cultural Festivals and Indian stuff. Anything coming up for the next month or so, concerts? We'll have uh, New Year's Eve parties coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But there's, yeah, there's a bunch of things. But my favorite time of year is uh, when all the, because this is, the, this is all about Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. This is all about the the the, the guild the gilded uh, churches and and trees etc cetera, etc, cetera. but a lot of these Catholic churches have choirs that actually mm -hmm. do the 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 songs and the caroling and so on, and there's some really good ones out there. Which ones would you suggest? I've never been to one. Maybe I'll go to one of them. Uh, there's yeah. Tal Tallowood. Tallowood is on Tallowood. Uh, T A L L O W E O O D. Okay. They have one uh, which should be around the week and before Christmas, and it's uh, it's uh, north of West north of Memorial Drive near uh, near uh, Kirkwood, okay. near Wilcrest. Okay. And uh, some uh, at some churches, there's Handel's Messiah. Mm -hmm. So that's very popular during Christmas time. And of course, the Nutcracker is always yeah, there. Uh, yeah, at uh, Wortham Center, they have the Nutcracker. Yeah, that's Ballet. an annual evergreen yeah, show. Yeah. 
and I think uh, Ali Theater also has, uh, uh, you know, the favorite. Uh, what's uh, what's a famous uh, play? Well, Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens in, at Ali Theater. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a Christmas. Uh, the story. Christmas Carol. Y yeah, that story. R right, right, and they had Dickens on the Strand in Galveston. Yeah, that's earlier. Yeah. Right. Oh, they sh they don't have that anymore. They can no, they have they it, okay. but it's, there's a certain time. Time of the okay. Yeah, one you or can, two you weekends. You can go dressed in period costumes. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, I just got a news flash that 17 ho more hostages were transported to Israel. Right. Yay. So they finally released the hostages, and they're waiting for uh, 39 uh, uh, Palestinian prisoners to be released to be as released. well. So it's a ratio of three to one that they worked out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. By the way, one more thing. I, uh, this is not, uh, it's just uh, another one of those uh, interesting tidbits. Um, two brothers living in Houston have been sentenced to nearly three and a half years in federal prison for selling more than $13 million in stolen medications from CVS, Walgreens, and other retailers. Oh, wow. During a multi-year scheme, uh, Yasser Saleh Onward. 52, and his brother Bilal Saleh Awad admitted to conspiring to transport stolen merchandise. They had set up rings of people to go and, and, and uh, to distribution centers and steal this merchandise, and uh, the judge ordered them to pay a uh, money judgment of nearly $4.7 million in restitution to and of $109,000 to CVS. So how were they Walgreens. selling it? Was it online? Yeah, they 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 would actually go out and they set up a, uh, a they were doing this nationwide. Quite so an enterprise. The, so they they set up uh, facilities where they actually had warehouses. They removed the labels and everything else. Quite a sophisticated yeah, setup. Yeah, well, I wish they had uh, done it for a better cause. Yeah. yeah, no, I hope they are deported. Yeah, we should put James Parker on them. <laughs> <laughs> Good one there. <laughs> so uh, promote. I um, I go to Dallas. My nephew is a Dallas Cowboys fan, and uh -huh. for the first time, he said Texans have a good team. Uh, they certainly do. They do. Yeah, mm. I haven't watched a single game this season, oh, so no. maybe I should. Uh, they've been uh, quite a few exciting uh, games. Yeah, uh, and they've beaten uh, Jacksonville Jaguars earlier in the season, mm -hmm. and C.J. Stroud is an amazing quarterback. Mm -hmm. He can put the ball right on a pinhead. And he's amazing. He's got some amazing stats, is what right. my nephew was saying. Yeah, every uh, last three games he's had more than 300 yards of uh, passing with no inter interceptions. Well, think, he's right? had two, two interceptions in the last game. Oh my God! <laughs> well, the one that was last weekend. In, yeah. In Are we heading NRG? to playoffs or no chance? A uh, good chance. There's Very a good chance. chance. Six yeah. to four. Yeah, we're nice. six to four, and then uh, Jacksonville is seven and three. So if we're able to beat them this Sunday then uh, we'll certainly be on the top. There is hope for Hedgetown again. Yes, yes. That'll and they've got two good receivers, Dell and Shingletree. Yeah. They're both pretty good. Singletary okay. is a running back, and uh, Tank Dell, he's from University of Houston, mm -hmm. and he's a wide receiver. We need this, man. We need <laughs> a good NFL team. It, it's been a long time coming for us. Yeah. Well, in the final four minutes, I just want to point out to everybody that next weekend we will have Jyoti coming back with beautiful melodies from the golden years. 
No, n- not on, not just that, but it's all based on classical music. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. And she's going to be back to back next weekend and the weekend after. Right. So two S- Saturdays in a row. Right. Nice. And uh, so don't don't forget to tune in for that. Uh, we will also be having uh, uh, the district attorney's office. They'll be joining us next week. Oh, okay. So hopefully it will be back in normal uh, with uh, guests and so forth. Well, uh, yes, absolutely. That the idea being that when when it rains, it pours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Sometimes we had four guests. Right. Yeah. So this is once again in American News Radio, folks. We hope that you have a nice remainder of your Thanksgiving weekend, and that you tune in with us next weekend for sure. Sridhar will not will will miss you next weekend because we'll have Sanchali. Sanchali back. Awesome. But you might find your way. You might think, well, <laughs> I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me know. I can plan my weekend now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? The weather was beautiful today. So ah, little cool for my But my it was sunny, liking. and so people need to step out and enjoy the yeah, weather if it lasts. That's true. It's so. football weather. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, don't forget, the, the lights are on on Post Oak Boulevard. They had the Christmas tree lighting on, thurs- on Thursday itself. And if you like uh, Christmas music, 99.1 is already uh, broadcasting oh, Christmas music. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. All you have to do is go to some store and they'll, you'll have plenty of this music. Mm-hmm. You'll get sick of the music. So mm. I will say goodbye to the audience and I'll be back next whenever there is a backup slot. Uh, certainly. Right. And this yeah. is Frida Arcosta signing that. off. And, we, well, we are the 23rd of December, we have a special uh, about uh, caroling. Mm-hmm. Be Do you have a good voice, uh, no. Sridhar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't even ask that. If you want the crowd to exit as fast as they want, you can ask me to sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then the weekend after that, the 30th, we will also have uh, special songs and so on for the end of the year. And we'll do a special on the end of the year. Okay. Right. So we will bring in a few uh, extra people. Certainly. So uh, bye for now. and Enjoy your weekend. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next Saturday. Adios, muchachos y muchachas. What? You're already muchiching? <laughs> no muchiching. <laughs> <laughs> thrown in a little Spanish Sp- there. Hey, this is Texas. All right, folks. This All is right. Jawar saying adios. See you next weekend from Indo-American News Radio. Have a good week. <laughs>